At this point, I'm just waiting. I don't know, I'm sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 42 of the Keep Up podcast. Thank you. Wow, that was that hurt. And if you're not a pilgrim, welcome to episode 30 of the Keep Up vodcast. A pilgrim. <laughs> I don't know. That's pilgrims that have podcasts. Yeah, but they have radios. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they did on the Mayflower when they were coming oh. over to the good old USA? Yeah, you're right. It was probably strictly boom boxes. Yeah, they, they were just jamming <laughs> out the whole time. They had some pretty sweet parties. Mm. The Mayflower stands for. I'm not even going to try to do anything. For are that. we going to make the whole thing? An yeah, acronym? I was going to try. <laughs> My gosh. The mother you said attack. You Youth flamingos. You should have gone with young flamingos. Oh, see, I've already lost. Mothers attack young flamingos literally um, over Wednesdays. <laughs> except. Uh, <laughs> really? That's it, dude. That's the end. Of- <laughs> what? Fla- the Mayflower. Oh, I was doing an S Mayflowers. <laughs> Oh, this is miserable. Well, I hope this is a lot of people's first time listening. Yeah, st- <laughs> let's start on 42. 42 is a good number. You know that's like the number? <sighs> what, it's the number? The number. It's the meaning of life and everything. You've never heard that? 42 is like, I think it's in um, Hitchhiker's you, Guide to the Galaxy. Are you being serious right yes. now? Yes. It is like the meaning of life. It is the answer to everything. 42. Can you elaborate? No. Because I don't know anything else. I th- I'm pretty sure it's from the Hitchhiker's Guide to this the is, Galaxy. This is barely information. Uh, it's No, it's just the answer. <laughs> You're telling me practically nothing. I That's what everybody knows about 42. <laughs> Everything and nothing. I'm perplexed. Yeah. I mean, isn't that life? Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Second week in a row. Which is a record. It's beautiful. For this time. It, it was really hard for us to do two weeks in a row, you know? It's, it's literally been super difficult. Yeah. How many takes have we done today? This is I'll just our, come right out and say it. Is our third? Third. It's... Is it our third? I think I it's our know. third. Our third take. I don't know what's happening, but my brain has not been functioning. I'm not even kidding. We... I can't podcast today. You can't make <laughs> words well. You have timitis. All my sentences just keep stopping. Mm-hmm. Like... Now you know what it's like to be you. (laughs) What? See, that blew my mind. We might have to start over again. No way. I'm just kidding. We're not. Mm -hmm. But so are all our patrons going to get to see all of my brain malfunction and all the outtakes? Oh, yeah. They they have like a whole podcast worth of failures. It's probably almost an hour's worth of me just not being able to speak. (laughs) We have, we, we did our second take. I can't even speak. Our second take was, it was going pretty well for a while. It was like a half hour. Yeah, it was like a, a podcast, but then it didn't happen. So, yeah, and it's, I'll take the blame. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm tired, Uh huh. but I don't know that I've ever been so tired that like I overheat or short circuit or Like whatever. your brain just can't function at maximum Yeah, capacity. like I'm trying real hard to just have a conversation mm-hmm. and then like my brain like takes a nap. And I have no words left. So we should just talk really slow. Then I'm just going to fall asleep. But what about 
your <laughs> you like the sloth. I know. My favorite scene. Can we in just talk Zoot- about Zootopia oh the whole God. time? Zootopia is such an amazing film. It really is. I really want to talk about it. Let's jump into movies. I, what about TV though? Who needs TV? We haven't even talked about the new channel. <laughs> Should we do that at the end? We can. I'm thinking we do it at the end. That's fine. That's foreshadowing, folks. Yeah. Try not to stay till the end. I bet you can't not stay. Try not to laugh. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I dare you. So we're jumping into TV. If you want to. Yes, I really want to jump into the That's TV. That's what I thought. Don't sit here trying to be like, oh, new TV. Well, well, we started talking about Zootopia, and I got very excited. I'm also excited. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost not even going to be listening to you all of TV. Okay. Section. All okay. of the TV. See, it's still not. It's okay. Okay, let's go to TV. TV. Television. What do you want to talk about? So I want to talk about Game of Thrones. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's um, a British comedy. Okay. About uh, families. Right. In old England. Right. Where they fight over dragons. Over dragons. Yes. Like, like they're fighting because of the dragons, or like geographically speaking, they're above them. They are both above and below. Right. But so, they also want control of the dragons. They're above and below the dragons? Mm-hmm. Now, like in society? Yes. Both kings are higher than dragons, but right. also they are on this thing, the, like a castle. But okay. it's it's higher than the dragons at some point, I would assume. So it's a castle in the sky? No. It's um, Howl's Moving Castle, actually. But with dragons? Yes. But nobody knows the dragons are around. Is it animated? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you thought that was funny. That was a fun volley for me, and I, I had no idea what you were going to say, and that was probably the best possible answer. <laughs> was not yet. I mean, I guess technically the game is animated. Oh, Wait, what? The Game of Thrones game? That's animated. Oh, are we talking about real Game of Thrones now? I don't know. Because we, you realize nothing we were just saying is real, right? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, Old England. My laugh is weird right now. It's okay. Yeah, you have a very raspy voice. Yeah. Um, music is slowly trying to kill me. Oh. Look at this. <laughs> what happened? Okay. That's pe- not your voice, by the way. People that's your, listening. That's your hand. I just held. I have a brace on my wrist. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So my voice sounds weird. Uh huh. Does it sound still weird? <laughs> How's that for a sentence? <laughs> Does it sound still weird? It sounds like you tried to say like dill weed. I <laughs> said still weird. <laughs> I could have put still probably anywhere else in that sentence, and uh-huh. it would have sounded better. I could have said, "Does it still sound weird? Does, Does it still? So- Does it sound weird still? But what about does still it sound weird? Don't." Talk about the options that don't make sense. Okay. That doesn't work with what I'm trying to do right now. But here. you said it worked anywhere else in that. I sentence. said probably. Oh, okay. I was exaggerating for the sake of comedy. Okay. Hilarious, Brett. My wrist hurts from playing guitar. Why? My throat hurts from screaming. Why? That's the life of a band guy. Speaking of band guys, uh huh. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Holy crap. You hate it? No, I saw the Red Wedding episode. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. Uh, that's what I think of it. I'm sorry for the burp. It was <clears throat> everything I wanted it to be. Now, 
all I have for reference of that is mm-hmm. everybody's reactions to it. Yes, it I've, is. It's currently this generation's like spoiler. We talked about it before. I was Star Wars, Sixth yeah. Sense, all of those. That's what it is right now. At least Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, red the wedding. red red wedding, the wed wedding, the wed wedding, the wed wedding, wabbit wedding, the wascally wabbit's wed wedding. I wish our podcast made sense. It doesn't though. <laughs> so get over it. Um. So yeah, it was just. It was cool because how they did it during the season, it's like, it's good no matter what. Um, But one of the coolest things is there's so many weddings that happen in the season Mm. that when it happens, it's still surprising, even if you're expecting it to happen. Because you don't know which one it's going to happen. Right. Because there are, like I said, a few weddings. So it could happen at the first wedding, the second wedding, the third wedding, whatever happens. Or like, what about like the fourth or the fifth? Yeah. It could even go that far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like the sixth wedding. Yeah. But then you're crazy. Right. But it could be the first one. Yes. Or the third. Uh-huh. And um, interesting. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was very well done because I was still surprised. Yeah. Um, and it was it's very hard for it to live up to the expectations that you hear like from right, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but uh Right, because yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's good, Brad. <sighs> No, I know Great. we're fine. Keep going. Don't <laughs> worry. Tim definitely has a little bit of fear that I'm just going to want to restart at some point. Yeah, it's sometimes it gets scary when we spend 12 hours yeah. here. That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Carry on. <laughs> but overall, it was a really well done episode. The It's totally worth the wait. I knew yeah. it was in season three. I just okay. didn't know when it was going to happen. Which sometimes I feel like when you know a thing mm-hmm. is going to happen, but there's enough mystery around when and how, mm-hmm. it almost... Is I don't want to say it. It might not be better than just outright seeing it when it happens, mm-hmm. but sometimes it can enhance the experience. Enhance like, it, okay. In a way, like, did I ever talk about my? I know I told one Titanic story. Mm-hmm. Did I? Did I ever tell about like Titanic Two? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the Return. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like. Okay, so spoiler for Titanic, but as I had was part of the other story, which mm-hmm. was pretty great, it's about how I told mom the ending. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I had heard that, um, I can just say this, right? Yeah. I don't know. I am so afraid of spoilers. It, it's, don't be afraid. Who's going to kill you, Brett? DiCaprio dies. Uh-huh. And I knew that, but uh-huh. then I definitely said this before, but there are a bunch of po- points in the movie where he almost dies. Okay. And so every time I was like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So like you watching this season, you knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. but you didn't know when. Mm-hmm. So were there ever moments where you were like, oh, I think this is it? And yes. it wasn't? Um, yeah, for sure. There was, uh, like I said, there were weddings coming up. So when a wedding was going on, I'm looking around watching. Just waiting. Yeah, just watching the guys making sure like nobody's making any shifty movements yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, so it did, it certainly helped. But then once, you get to the scene it's very obvious it's the red yeah, wedding yeah. um just because how they start foreshadowing it and all this mm. stuff so it it's like a catch-22 like it's good right. and bad and it's it's all over the it place, always but. bums me out that like if you don't see it initially you know it's my the force awakens story oh. you'll never have that initial watching it the night it airs mm-hmm. having that shock i like I was still really shocked. I can't imagine myself being any more shocked. Right, right. But I think, I mean, it would have blown my mind to yeah. see it, to not know the Red Wedding was coming. And have like, it just hit you all Yeah, because yeah. it, it does it really well where, like, oh, just what happens, they, not a big spoiler, but they kill off a lot of important characters. That's, like, all I know is that it's a big slaughter fest. Yeah, and, and it's surprising who they kill and how they kill them and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like... 
what the what was the last three seasons for if all of this just happened right now? Like it's that's crazy, huge, and it's awesome. It yeah. totally changed the whole dynamic of the show because it's like that's a very big story. What they those characters were doing were huge, yeah. and now that they're all dead, you're like, okay, what what happened to that story? Who's right. going to go and do that? Yeah. So it was just incredible. It's very it's a very risky thing because yeah. you know they killed off a lot of fan favorite characters. They killed off just so many people. I'm like. How could they recover? Right. Uh, but I saw the first episode of the next season, and it was like almost as good as a Red Wedding episode. Like it was a really good really? episode. Yeah, I was laughing. <sighs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Because they, uh, it was episode nine in the season. Which, okay. if you watch Game of Thrones, you know episode nine is always the big episode. Uh, so like out of how like how, there's how... ten episodes total. So okay. episode nine, and then. Um, Episode 10 is generally the aftermath of the horrific things that happened in episode 9. Okay. So, um, you know, the episode right after was pretty good. It was just kind of like... Yeah, I really didn't feel like a lot um, was affected, I guess, in the universe at that point. Because, like, they still had to get the message out. Like, they, you know, have the ravens to send out messages to people. Of course. Of course. Who doesn't communicate with ravens? Yeah, that's that's the past and the future. Um, so they had to send it out. So a lot of people didn't know that whole episode until like the end. And then everyone like got the note, uh, and they were like, Oh no, this happened. Oh, that's so nuts. then the beginning of season four was the aftermath. Oh, so it, it was well done. Yeah. It was very, it was very good. Wish the walking dead took a page out of that book. I know it. it that's like, that's what I wish they did in walking dead. Yeah. That's all right. That, yeah, that's, that's what can you do? But you love Game of Thrones, yes. So where are you now? Did you are have you gone past that? Or? Yes, beginning of season four. Okay. Uh, I'm on episode two. Okay. So which that also gave me the opportunity to play the game, the Telltale game, because <sighs> that takes place in between season three and four. I would have no idea. I know, and even you though I it, played it, which blows my mind. I mean, mind. I didn't play the whole game. Mm-hmm. I just played that chapter because it was free. Right. Um, it's cha- wait. Is it s- s- like season one, chapter one? Yeah. Is that how it works? Yep. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, after playing it, I played it today actually and beat it, uh, the first episode, not the whole series. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, I just playing it. I was like, I don't know how Brett understood any of this. I didn't really. Yeah. It's, I mean, I followed, like we talked about a little bit earlier, how it kind of is its own contained story Mm -hmm. and you kind of gather, you know, you gather who is who and Mm -hmm. who's cool and who sucks. Right. and some you're not sure about, but that's just the nature of a story. Mm-hmm. So it could be that you just came in in the middle of something, or it could be that they are you're not supposed to know yet. Right, you know? right. There are certain characters like in that that I know in from the series that I know they're awful people. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I gotta avoid him or kill him or do whatever I can. Oh, to... that's interesting. It would affect the right. And as opposed to you, who you didn't know, there's this character the whole <coughs> time they're talking about Ramsey, right. uh, and he's yeah. in the show. He's a awful guy but uh you know you don't know the whole episode who he is they just keep talking about him right um so it it was interesting like to hear your perspective on it because you don't know these characters yeah, yeah. um so it's it a was cool still approach. really good yeah i'm glad you still enjoyed it like i feel yeah. like if i were to play it not knowing the story i'd be pretty confused yeah Nah, it's fine. Hey, you're a smart guy i guess <laughs> <laughs> no it's not to say i had it all figured out but i guess mm-hmm. it's a credit to like the um to Telltale and mm-hmm. and like the the story team because it like it it carried itself, mm-hmm. but I knew I didn't get all of it. Right. That's like the art of something like that where you want to get like the benefits of having watched the show are definitely mm-hmm. there, 
but if it's not there, you can still play it. Right. It's and still it's still a good enough story right. where it's contained. It's got to it be itself. hard to do that. Like one of my favorite games ever was. Um, I, I think we've talked about The Matrix before. Okay, I thought you didn't remember. You were like, what's the name no, of that? No, I know. <laughs> Tell what me, my what's favorite the name? Um, The Matrix um, Revolution? Or was it just called The Matrix? It might have just been called The Matrix. I think so. I played it a bunch. I just don't the remember one on the GameCube. And not Path of Neo, right? Nope, not okay. that one. So, yeah. Enter the, the Matrix. Enter the is Matrix, what it's called. yes. So that, that game is very much standalone, mm-hmm. but you get like almost... A fourth movie mm-hmm. that takes place between one and two. One and two, yeah, because you're playing as um, those characters. Yes, guy with the glasses, girl with the hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna have to watch the vodcast for that moment. Yep, I'm glad. Just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that game was really good. It was so good, and like all the benefits of having watched The Matrix, mm-hmm. but. If you hadn't, the game is just awesome. Yeah, it's still a cool side story yeah. regardless. Totally. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did with the Telltale game. Yes, for game exactly. Of Thrones. So are you, are you going to get the rest of the game? I already got the whole oh, season. Well, like excuse that. me. <laughs> it was on sale for seven bucks on oh, PlayStation. Oh. I was like, deal. Yeah, so I'm going to do episode two tonight. Gnarly. I'm excited. Well, um, if you have games to play, we should move on to movies <laughs> <laughs> what a transition brett <laughs> uh, that's the best you get out of me yeah, tonight. <laughs> no, that's, that's what i came here for so uh yeah going to movies okay ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies all right so uh-huh before we get into like zootopia or ghostbusters or primer or speed racer or <laughs> that's all i got Wait. There's not one more? Nope. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, freaking <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> I didn't even write it down. I am um, shameful. <laughs> there are just two things I've been wanting to mention specifically on the podcast for uh-huh. a while. One, the Assassin's Creed movie that's coming out. Yes. There was a super gnarly video going around on the Facebooks. Oh, about how the leaps of faith mm-hmm. are actually being done by the stuntman mm-hmm. at, I think it's 70, 90, and 125 feet. There's just no way. Dude, it's crazy. It, I've seen that. You showed me the I video. I showed you the video, yeah, right? Yeah, Oh, man. It's so... If you look it up on Facebook, or it's probably on YouTube or mm-hmm. whatever, it's just one of those quick videos that's like has text on the screen that's like, the stuntman will actually do the leaps of faith. Mm-hmm. And they just have this dude on a crane, like in the desert somewhere, just jumping. He doesn't have a harness or anything. He's just launching himself off. Which I've heard if you jump from a really high height... You can pass out. Right. And you could die from the fall, not from landing. Right, like, right. Like, it would just be... But I guess, I mean, if you're brave or you know you're safe on the bottom, right. I guess it won't have that effect, but... Which, what's crazy is you watch these dudes, like, stuntmen who do these things, and you know they're not, like, 100%, like, good with it. Like, it's their job. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because you see him... That first of all, they show you the camera angle of him like climbing to the top of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on, I think they like pull him up like it's on a rope and mm-hmm. they just like ascend. And he's just watching the ground like, oh no. And then when he does the 125 foot jump, that is such a big drop. Yeah, it's huge. And it's crazy because they have one of those huge air human receptacles. That's good. And when he hits, it's like, the whole thing just implodes, and it looks like he could hit the ground anyways. Yeah. Because it's just like, whoosh, like as soon as he hits it, it's like... It's just like, like yeah. a bullet into Yeah, it. exactly. And the whole thing just collapses in on itself. 
But he climbs out of that thing and he like makes a motion like his heart's beating. Yeah, he's like, oh my god. I'm just like, dude, how that like that? If I knew, uh, I don't know if I could do it. Could you do it if you knew you were no. safe? I the thing. I mean, if I knew I was safe, the thing is like that's one of those things to me. There are a lot of things that people do that I just always think like, how do you practice something like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really practice jumping from 125 feet. You no. just do it and get used to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can practice jumping and you can practice form because that's the other thing. I would never be able... I don't think I'd ever be able to do something like that with the type of form that he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he does the whole leap of faith yeah, thing, the, arms like, out, eagle flips dive at the end. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know the whole time he's probably having a, a mini heart attack yep. on his way down. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was just crazy cool to see that because um, I'm already so stoked about the movie. Yeah. And to see that they were actually putting that kind of attention to detail in the movie mm-hmm. to make some poor soul jump from 125 <laughs> this feet. This poor guy. I wonder how much he got paid. Oh, man. I hope it was a ton of money. A ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder where they're going to use that. Because, like, it's funny seeing it behind the scenes because it's like, how can they get a good shot of him? Like, I mean, they falling. had cameras on cranes all around him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they showed... Um, if I remember correctly, I, I mean, obviously there's a chance it's not like the same shot, mm-hmm. but they show him jumping and then they transition into like one of the movie scenes mm-hmm. that they had in the trailers and stuff. So you kind of get a feel for how they add in the background after right, right. stuff, but that was super cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've been dying to mention is Tim Miller, mm-hmm. notably uh, the uh, director of Deadpool. Uh-huh. That was a close one. I almost yeah. didn't make it out of that. It's sentence. okay. I would have saved you. I, I know. You were ready. I yeah. saw you on deck. <laughs> uh, left Deadpool 2. Right. Yes. Will not be directing Deadpool 2. <laughs> he left two. the first movie after he left. It was done. He did it and was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I won't. And it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> he is not doing Deadpool 2 because he's going to do the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Cue the Sonic music. Oh. I dance for myself, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's crazy. Did you hear about that movie? I talked about it before. It's a live action animation hybrid. Yeah. Yes. That's all we know on it. <laughs> and Tim Miller's directing it. Yes. Do you think it'll have like Deadpool humor? <laughs> like adult I mean, humor? No. <laughs> that's no. what I want. I. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like it's good. Mm-hmm. He must have got paid a lot of money to do it. Or maybe he just really wanted to do it. I don't know what else he directed. Uh, nothing. We talked about... I th- I thought I we had talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've said that a million times this episode. <laughs> I apologize. Um, Deadpool was his, fir- his like directorial debut. Oh, because he did like visual effects, right? Yeah. Right, right. Um. So that's weird. I mean, I guess that's kind of good that he's good with visual effects because if Sonic's going to be sure. a live action hybrid, that's what Deadpool was. But basically. also, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he like nailed Deadpool so hard. Right. Like, everybody, I mean, who saw the movie would just attest to how on point it was for the mm-hmm. character and everything. Yeah. So that's what I hope he brings to the Sonic movie because mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect from that movie. Like, no, I, Sony's producing it. So I don't even know if I should expect to like it. I know. It's. What throws me off is the live action animation hybrid. Right. That yeah. scares me because I don't 
I don't know how good it could look. It would be like Ninja Turtles, I guess. That's the only. But then is he like, is he like people sized? That's the thing I don't understand. That would be freaky. Because Sonic exists in his own world of Mobius. Other. um, Mobius. What's Mobius? That's Sonic's world. At least like literally the planet. Yeah, like it's just oh, it's just planet Mobius. I didn't know that. So, but he <laughs> at least in certain Sonic his own like uh, you know universe mm-hmm. of anthropomorphic animals, right? So there the the idea of, but I guess they show him relative to like Eggman and stuff. Who is? But Eggman's a very is weird he, case. Is he a human? But in Sonic Adventure, he is about half their size. In Sonic X, he is little, uh, probably a little less than half their size. So who he, is uh, Sonic? In proportion Half. to humans. Oh, okay. So he has been in worlds where there are humans. Right. It's funny that we're like actually talking about Sonic yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> um, I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, we have seen him with humans before. So it, but like with live action humans, it's gonna be weird. It's yeah, because you don't want them the same size. No, and like I don't. My fear is I don't want like a Smurfs. Oh no. You know what I mean? Where yeah. they make a joke about like. It, like the whole movie is having like a big battle and then they show some people walking over him on the, the street or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that small. I know, but that's what I'm picturing. Like the, hedgehogs are kind of small, I guess. But. <laughs> I guess that would be funny, but then it would be like a SpongeBob movie or like Ant-Man even. Yeah. <laughs> but Ant-Man. I, Ant-Man's awesome. Though. Right. It's good, but I get what I you mean. I never saw the SpongeBob movie. Maybe that's awesome. You never saw the first or second? I never watched all of either of the Smurfs movies either. Okay. I've seen little bits. I haven't seen all the Smurfs. I should just stop talking. I know. I like that you are comparing it to Smurfs. Real quick. <laughs> um, Tim Miller. Blue. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Tim Miller directed Deadpool. Mm-hmm. His last credit on IMDb before that is... Scott two- Pilgrim. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim Visual Effects 2010. Wow. So, like, six years later, he just comes back and, like, smashes everyone in the face Did with he, like, Deadpool. go to college for directing or <laughs> something? Did he go to school or something? <laughs> what a jump. I don't know. I mean, I could read all of this, but I don't really feel mm-hmm. like it. Basically, he left something that he was doing really good at and went to a whole new project. Right. And I am curious what the, <clears throat> what the story is surrounding that because maybe it was one of those things where he's like, oh, I did a Deadpool movie. Now I just want to go do this Sonic movie. Like right. Maybe he loves Sonic the Hedgehog, and he's like, heck yeah, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, why What's would I not? What's his name again? Tim Miller. Tim. Yeah. All Tims love Sonic. That's just obvious. That's a, yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, it's just, you know, just saying. That's fine. Uh-huh. You can say that. Yeah. So. Just weird developments in the world. Super weird. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people look at it, and they're like, why would you leave Deadpool? Right. Like, why? first of all, you killed it. Mm-hmm. In the good kind. My thought is money. He just got offered a lot more money Maybe. to do it. Could be. And but then you gotta wonder like how much? Because Deadpool 2 is pretty promising. They're gonna yes. make bank on that movie. But the for first movie, sure. the budget was pretty small. It won't be the second time, I bet. Right. I it, yeah, but I don't know if they wanna continue. It was so successful because the budget was small, so they made a lot more money on it. Yeah. So I didn't know if they wanted to do that again for the second movie. Like let's keep it relatively small. <sighs> I wonder what kind of pressure there is on a director who, like, totally killed it with the first movie, mm-hmm. and, like, so much so mm-hmm. that you're almost scared to do another one. Oh, he you thinks I mean? he can't like, perfect what he already did. Or, or just, like, go out on top. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why not just move on to another property? Mm-hmm. That's it, smart. I, I, I don't know if I do that. Like, I, I think if I ever directed movies, I'd want to do a trilogy. Yeah, I think so. That's how I always think. Like, mm-hmm. I, but I've definitely heard interviews of people who are like, "No, I'm just done with that character. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that anymore." 
And so maybe it's that kind of thing. And there are people who take on like passion projects. Like mm-hmm. if this dude's a huge Sonic fanatic and he's like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Or like I remember when uh, Watchmen came out, seeing an interview with uh, Zack Snyder mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, I pretty much took the job because I knew a- anybody who directed it was going to screw it up. Mm-hmm. And if I screwed it up, at least I could only blame myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's it, wicked funny. That's good though. Like mm-hmm. he, I think he did pretty good with the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. He pretty much went panel for panel mm-hmm. as much as he could and... Mm-hmm. That's how best he saw not to screw it up. Right. Um, and it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so interesting developments there. Yes. That's all. Mm-hmm. Now we can talk about movies we've seen, if you'd like. Yes. Like what? Doctor Strange. Let's start with that. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, it's interesting to start off. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about it because everything that I say about Marvel movies, I just say about the next one. Right. So it's like, what can we say that's new about a Marvel movie? So this is a movie that, in a way, it deals with... Uh, <laughs> it's Well, I was going to say like it deals with more... Mystical. And yeah, mystical spiritual. is the word, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, because I was going to say, like, you know, they've already done tons of like... I guess, have they done, like, Supernatural? Not no, really. I, this is totally the first, in the Marvel Universe, yeah. this is the first attempt at it. It's always been aliens or government mm-hmm. or mutants. or But this is the first step into the spiritual, uh, right. mystical realm, basically. Right. That's interesting. So, so it is It is an interesting step because it opens up a lot of different opportunities for right. for things to happen, I mm-hmm. guess. you know. Yeah, so this is a very... That's probably the, the strongest, like, the most glaring difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, we've seen superpowers, we've seen mutants, we've seen, you know, machines and weapons. Aliens, everything. Yeah, but we're looking now at just dealing with the spiritual realm and, um, you know, mysticism and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um no, I don't even know what they would be, but we won't tell, say any spoilers for Yeah, for we'll this. be um, spoiler-free for now. Um, so there's that aspect. Uh, Benedict Monkey Batch is really good. <laughs> Monkey um, Batch. <laughs> 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 uh, he's, he's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope people know his real name. Cause Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. For anybody, I knew what it was too. I just don't want you to think it was. Yeah, monkey batch, monkey batch. But he's great in it. Yep. And uh, ooh, hang on, hang on. Why? Tilda Swinton. Who? Tilda Swinton. Who's that? Am I saying? See, I don't trust a single thing coming out of my mouth. Is that bald lady? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. She's also the Ice Queen in Narnia and. Never seen Narnia? I've seen the first one. Bro, they're all the lion. The witch. And the wardrobe. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, the cast is great. Oh my gosh, it's the worst (laughs) day of my life. Yes. Overall, I think it was a (laughs) a very enjoyable Marvel movie. Um, I personally was very happy with it. Let's see. Her name is Tilda Swinton. Also, uh, Gabriel in Constantine. She's a man? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, it, that's interesting. It's kind of left... It's a little ambiguous in mm-hmm. the movie, but I think so. Cool. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is cool. She's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Carry no, on. I was just saying, I I would probably place, place this movie in my top five. Really? Mm-hmm. I, um, 
I really want to see it again. Not mm-hmm. because I'm unsure about whether it was good or not, but to properly rank it. Mm-hmm. I just... I like how different it is from everything else. Mm-hmm. I love... He's such... He's very much a different character than any of the other Marvel mainstays, I feel like. He's similar in ways to Tony Stark. That would be the only person I'd compare him to. But even so, there's like a... They're both super narcissistic, mm-hmm. but it's uh, they're a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because of their personalities. I would say his is definitely more extreme. Right. Like, it's this this overt narcissism. He is just, like, like so sure of himself. Right. He, he's not worried about anything, and mm-hmm. he'll let people die for his career, basically. Yeah. Well, it was what they set up, anyways. Right, right. So, uh, which, that's an interesting point. Like, I didn't know a whole lot about Doctor Strange going in. The only thing I've seen about him is the animated movie. Okay. And that was really good. Like, that was the first Marvel animated movie that I saw, and I was like, wow, that was really good. Okay. Because there was the Iron Man one before that. The Invincible Iron Man, I think, is what that one was called. That one wasn't very, it was okay. Yeah. Um, And then I think there was a Thor one and a Hulk one, and then Doctor Strange. And uh, that was the only knowledge I had, but uh, the movie definitely differed from that yeah. that story. But um, yeah, it it didn't really affect. Like I still felt like I was going in blind, even though I was seeing the, right, right. Uh, after seeing the animated movie, it still felt blind to me. I guess, mm. which was good. I think it was good to go in like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, visually, it's incredible. Oh my god! Uh, that's another thing I would say um, is. Uh, um, is different, but not in the way that other Marvel movies aren't visually incredible. Mm-hmm. But this is a type of... It's a completely different form of action and visual stimulation, mm-hmm. I would say. Where, obviously, if you've seen the previews, it's like The Matrix meets um, Inception meets mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. And there are moments that are so trippy when he's first being introduced to like the spiritual realm. Oh my God. It's like, man, I feel like i'm definitely on drugs it's a beautiful scene it really is like it's it's pretty insane and Mm -hmm. and i think there it's moments like that where you're like you almost forget that it's a in the marvel universe Mm -hmm. because it's just so its own thing it most certainly is i don't think anything in the marvel universe is referenced like right yeah he's very set apart from everything is this is this the beginning of a new phase? Uh, yes, and uh, people are having a really hard time determining where it's placed in the timeline. Okay. Um, because oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like where the, where this takes place. But we know it has to be, well, at a certain point because of the after credit scene. There's mm. that one with that character. Well, there's also a reference to the Avengers. What do they say? I don't remember. It's very quick, but mm-hmm. it's like the Avengers fight with superpowers and weapons or, or super suits and abilities. Or Did something. they talk about Civil War? Did they talk about them fighting in an airport? I feel like I remember them saying that. I forget. Ah, uh, So I'm thinking, yeah, basically what people are saying, what they're thinking is it takes place after Civil War, um, but they're not like, because there are references to other things that make it sound like it's before Civil War. And mm. like they make... They make references and Easter eggs that just don't line up, so nobody really knows exactly. But the confirmed theory right now is after Civil War, which makes sense. It yeah. is. It is after Civil War, but um, yes, this <coughs> is no Civil <coughs> Civil War is starting a new phase. Oh right, I think right because w- well, what did your collection end with Ant Man? Uh, yes. So then which we add... okay, 
that's 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 the confusing thing. Mm-hmm. I, did you hear me just skip? Yeah, you are like just a broken CD. Your your voice is slowly going, my friend. <laughs> I was like that's that's. Oh, that Oh, what's that stupid uh, thing? Uh, uh, oh, the <laughs> I get it, get it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Ant Man came out, mm-hmm. I think everyone thought that was the beginning of Phase Three. Yes, because it was like you do what five movies, then Avengers, mm-hmm. and then it was another five, I think, and then they did Ultron. This I, one's gonna be huge, though. This this current phase. Um. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. A lot of movies. We've only had since Ant Man. We've only had Civil War, Civil War, and then Doctor Strange, and then Doctor Strange. Yes. So, so yeah, it's got to be Civil War. And what you know, everyone agrees it feels weird because Civil War is like an Avengers movie, hundred you know percent. I mean, Avengers and so it's movie. almost like, and I think in our minds you get like, oh, you get a couple solo films mm-hmm. and then an ensemble film, right? But we've gotten so many ensembles at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this felt like a return to like, all right, we're learning about this single character. Yes. We're seeing his journey. It's been a while since we've seen an origin story. Well, Ant-Man, though, was origin. Oh, yeah, but... But <laughs> I do, I'll say this. I think what we're trying to say is that they're, they almost seem less frequent in MCU at this point mm-hmm. to see an origin story. Mm-hmm. Um, even like... Spider-Man's not really going to be an origin story, I don't think. I always want it to be, though. Like, yeah. I know we've seen his origin a lot, but I, but like, it's like, I like the origin that's story. Like, that's the only story you ever get to see. Is like, <laughs> that's you know, probably why I like story. it, because I'm like, oh, I know this. This, yeah. is good. <laughs> this is the part where he does this. <laughs> Let's see how it looks with this director. Yes. And this um, actor. Which I've, we've been hearing a lot about Homecoming. I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. Um, overall, Doctor Strange is really, really good. Yes. Um, I'm curious to see how it translates from the theater to TV. Like oh, if yeah? you if you were to watch it on DVD, would it have the same effect? Okay. I, I don't think so. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Visually it's, anyways, because right. it's very visual effects heavy. But I think overall it's still a very good film. Yeah. Um the totally. villains people always say there's a villain problem with Marvel. Do you think that? Uh in like, what way? Like the villains just aren't very good villains. Like they've had Loki, which everyone agrees is a good villain. Yeah, Loki's the jam. But like they said, other than that, they they can't make a good villain. But I, I don't, I never noticed that. All right, let's see how quickly we can run through this. Iron Man one, which was Obadiah. Um, Iron, what beat, do you? <laughs> you what, beat me there. Did he have a name? Bald guy, Jeff Bridges. There's definitely a name for that thing. War monger. Yeah, right. I don't know. I think you're right. <laughs> so I can see why people would say. I think that character, Obadiah's mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. The whole time when it finally comes out that he's like not cool, mm-hmm. that is is really awesome. But I think I've had multiple conversations with people about how that end battle is just like it's just over so fast. I don't even really remember it. That's it, what it, I mean. It's unfortunate. But. Essentially, like um, he comes out mm-hmm. and Iron Man lands on the street. Obadiah throws a car at him. Then he throws Iron Man into a bus. Of course. And then they go on the roof. Mm-hmm. And then... Are there a lot of weapons used? Punches? Not a ton. Okay. Because I... Um, do you remember Iron Man loses, like, his... Like, one of his gloves? Like, one of the hands of his suit? Mm-hmm. And he goes to, like, shoot. And there's, like, pretty bad CGI hand. <laughs> and then he falls through the roof. Mm-hmm. And then... Whatever. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert for Iron Man. <laughs> um, 
So I could see why people would have a problem. I mean, that movie's awesome, and mm-hmm. whatever, the battle could have been longer. Yeah, it didn't make the movie any worse for me. Right. And I love that. The Incredible Hulk. Abomination. Eh, I mean, not bad. It's, not bad. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, with Hulk, you have to get a villain that's like, for equal. whatever reason, equal to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was fine. Um, Iron Man two. Iron Man two. Whiplash. Whiplash. A lot of people didn't like him. I heard opposite though. I heard people like him too because he has more of a um, personal connection. I guess. I mean, I loved him. I just wish we got more of him. <laughs> that's I, that's the issue. Is yeah. like. People say he's a good one, but you don't see him too much. Yeah, you really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Thor. Loki. Loki. Which done. Great. <laughs> um, Red Skull and Captain America. He's... I, same thing with Whiplash. I think if we saw him more... But you and don't he, get a lot of him. Yeah, you get a lot of him commanding guys to attack him. Right. You don't really see him fight too no. much. Other than at the end when they're fighting over the Tesseract. But, right. Um, but so Red Skull's a cool villain, I think. <laughs> Super cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, I, I think he was cool, but really we didn't see a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Um, then what, Avengers? Yeah, which Loki. Loki again. Um, real quick, though, on Captain mm-hmm. America, it's kind of like Red Skull plays that, you know, that, that's essentially a war film. Mm-hmm. So he plays, it feels right for that movie that he's this kind of like just a commander. Like a... He's like, like the the... He's just like the face to represent the villain. So like Hitler know? and some other World War II yeah. movies, like they they <clears throat> want to go kill him, but obviously they won't. Or a lot of the times they don't. In the He's movies. like the head of the beast, right? Kind of right. Thing. So I don't know. That always kind of felt appropriate to mm-hmm. me. Um, and so much of that movie is just about like Steve Rogers' journey and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after that, after that, Guardian. Well, what was next in the Iron Man three? Was it? I don't remember what started. After Avengers? After Avengers was not Captain America 2. Thor? The Dark World? Was that? No, it's Iron Man 3. Is it? Yep. Okay, so the Mandarin Iron Man 3, people are split. That's I think that's where people started noticing the problem. That movie's friggin' weird. It should have been Mandarin throughout the whole thing, <laughs> and then yeah. it switches to... Is he still the Mandarin at that point, or know, is he dude. Killian or whatever his name is? Yeah, he's just... A homeless actor. <laughs> Rough. Um, spoiler alert. That's a huge... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. I don't... That one, I don't think a good villain. Mandarin yeah. could have been good, but they they squandered it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, then what was it? Thor? Thor. Thor 2. Um, I, I didn't think the villain was very good in that. That was the Dark Elves and stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't remember. Uh, I know he was Christopher Eccleston, which was a doctor from Doctor Who. Okay. He, he started the new series. I forget. Yeah, exactly. Not very good. Um, then Winter Soldier. Pretty good villain there. Good stuff. Winter Soldier. Was it just Winter Soldier in that? And I guess, huge spoiler, all of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> that. But is that really a villain? Um, No, I mean, I guess I can see why people have those problems. Mm-hmm. Guardians, Ronan was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought he was okay. But as we're talking about it, I think there's just so much more time spent on the heroes. But this seems obvious, I guess. But, I mean, unless they want, like, a Dark Knight, where it's almost, the movie is almost split between Batman and the Joker. Which I think they should do. It's good, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, if you want a really fleshed-out villain. But if people are feeling like the villains are just there to eventually be conquered, mm-hmm. I could see why that there would be like... That's why I think people like Loki so much, because he came back, and he's still right. not he's still not gone. So if they 
people are saying if they spend more time with the characters, with the villains, kinda, then maybe it'll set up a better right, a better villain. Basically. That kind of makes sense because is Loki Loki's like the only one that's still around? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. Everyone else either dies. But they're just there for that movie. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I can kind of see why that's. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think the there are two villains in that. Mm-hmm. And the main villain that you see throughout the movie, he's okay. Yeah. But the actual villain, yeah, <laughs> the second secret villain, um, he, I thought he was cool. I yeah. wish they did more with him, but it was very interesting to see him in the movie at all. You know. Right. Right. Um. So I don't want to spoil who that is. No. Nope, no. Nope. Um. But overall, I think they still maybe have the problem. Maybe I haven't really thought about it too much. What do you think of Ultron? Do you think he was a good villain? I thought Ultron was great. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a great villain. I mm-hmm. thought he was maybe the best part of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I Ultron. That movie's grown on me, but mm-hmm. um, from the beginning, I thought he was a great villain. Um, he's got like, uh, yeah, he's good awesome. times. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. The personality he's got like that's what I was gonna say. He has like this more fleshed out personality and motive mm-hmm. that's like just beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I really like him. Mm-hmm. But he's gone. Yeah. Rough. Or is well, he? Well, you don't know. I'm literally trying to remember how Ultron ended. You don't remember how it ended? You know, he takes him to the forest. He's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a good scene. That was pretty cool. Oh, Joss Whedon, man. Uh-huh. I'm saying. That was a Whedon moment for sure. Also, do you think Vision is going to die in Infinity War before it even starts? Because mm. he's got the gem in his head. <clears throat> right. Thanos is going to need to do the gauntlet. Right. Is he going to take the gem? Could be a big turning point in Infinity War 1, mm-hmm. where to acquire the gem, oh, Vision is a major death. By the, ooh. ooh. I, I mean. That could happen. Great. It's going to be like Walking Dead. I know. <laughs> there's no way it can live up to that. Right. Oh. Um, that would be a bummer. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very possible. Yep. That's what I'm thinking anyways. Anywho, yeah. Doctor Strange is really good. It's great. It's really good. Let's go see it. Go see it. Mm-hmm. I'm. I really. I need to see it again because uh-huh. Rachel still hasn't seen it. And go right now. I want to see it. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm sick. Do you have any other movies? You know, I do. But what's our? What do we? How many 40, more? Forty nine minutes. How many more movies? What do you got? Uh, I want to talk about Ghostbusters just a little bit. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so this movie first of all you were in it i was in it thank you yeah i yeah. hope everyone just clapped with me you jerks my performance was wonderful. i like you guys you're not jerks you jerks um so what did you think of the movie i liked it mm-hmm. that's it just i liked it yeah like i really <laughs> enjoyed it um mm-hmm. i laughed a lot mm-hmm. i thought it looked cool mm-hmm um, Chris Hemsworth is really funny. Yes, I liked his character a lot. Um, I I love Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. I could literally just watch them talk to each other and probably just be in hysterics all the time. But what about? I totally forgot her name. Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Um, she's okay. Mm-hmm. She's not my favorite brand of humor. Okay. Um, and same thing with uh Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Yes. Um. Not my favorite brand of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, they're not bad. I mm-hmm. think uh, as a whole they make a good team. I think the cameos in the movie were great. Mm-hmm. They did those well. Um, 
I think that overall it's just an enjoyable, like, fun movie. And you saw the original Ghostbusters? Yes, but it has been ages. Ages? So I've never seen the original okay. Ghostbusters. So still, go- you haven't watched them still? Yeah, I still haven't watched okay. them. So, uh, yeah, going into this movie, I... I wanted to see the original Ghostbusters so yeah. I could get all the uh, you know references sure. and stuff. Even though I didn't see it, there were still a few references because I knew the actors in the movie and stuff. Right, so. right. Um, but I also enjoyed it, and I'm yeah. not a big comedy guy. I don't, I don't really like comedies very much. Or, such, every time you say that, I'm like, this I, is a joke. This is some <laughs> I just feel joke. like there's so many better things to watch. Not that comedies are bad or anything, but I just, I'm like, I could either watch The Dark Knight <laughs> again or Fifty First Dates. Clearly, Dark Knight wins. Okay. <laughs> I need to educate you in comedy movies, I think. I've if, seen a lot, though. Like, <laughs> it's not that I haven't seen any, but... <laughs> if the only thing you have to rival The Dark Knight is 51st <laughs> Dates as your comedic choice... It's just the first one that came to my head. I mean, um, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> no, I've definitely seen the good one. I like... There's a lot I miss, though. Like, 80s comedies, I haven't seen many of those. Dude, so great. Yeah, 90s, I've seen a good chunk just because... 90s is my jam, mm-hmm. for sure. Adam Sandler, and we've already talked yeah. about it before. But, um, so yeah, it's hard for me to watch comedies, but I knew I had to watch Ghostbusters just because... <sighs> what? I, I, I'll i <laughs> give you re- rewatch value. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry for my stuttering problem. It, it's okay, you're, um, you're just like me. <laughs> um, for rewatch value, a comedy... It could go either way, but I'm kind of thinking like, okay, if you want to rewatch a movie and like you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch something I've seen before, mm-hmm. maybe you do pick something like The Dark Knight or something serious because comedies can be a lot more fun with someone else mm-hmm. or with a group of people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, a comedy can be fun to just put on by yourself because you don't really have to pay a lot of attention. Right. It is one of those like it's a fun movie. Like, yeah, I get it because it's sometimes hard to watch a serious movie for the first time. Yeah, where sure. where a comedy you could just slap on and have it in the background if you're doing other things, right. and you can still watch it and enjoy it. Although we say that, but I'm not good at doing that. No, like God. if I put on a movie, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna fold some clothes. Mm-hmm. Those clothes are not getting folded. I can do it sometimes. <sighs> yeah, but it takes you forever. Oh yeah, I if I didn't have that movie, like on, credits be... are rolling and you have a pile of three folded. Yeah, shirts. <laughs> I'm like, well, I tried. I tried. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, Ghostbusters is definitely that. It's definitely just a fun movie. Um, I, I mean, that's what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I saw that overall, it's been a really good response, mm-hmm. especially what's crazy to me is the like smear campaign against it before it came out. Yeah. It's just insane. Didn't like, the, um, the trailer get like the most dislikes yeah, ever, ever for, at least for a trailer? Yeah. It got thrashed mm-hmm. and, but it has like, um, I saw a sticker on it in the store and it's like, uh, whatever they say, uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. like approved sticker, oh, wow. uh, which like That's... everybody knows Rotten Tomatoes is like where you go to hate something. Right. Exactly. Um, so I wonder certified fresh or something like that. Yeah, I wonder how high the percent is. Like if you know. have to get seventy or sixty percent or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know it too well, but I don't know. But I, you know, I haven't really heard a lot of bad stuff about it um, from people who've seen it, mm. and and I really enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I, th- I don't know if I would, but I I still enjoyed it. Like it's, it was still pretty pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's essentially, um. Is it? Uh, I was gonna say it's essentially like a modern day Saturday Night Live movie. I was about to say the same thing, but it's 
I mean, they're not really. I think Kate McKinnon's still on Saturday Night Live, but I think a lot of them at least show up. You know, right? Like I mean, obviously they. You know, uh, Kristen Wiig and Leslie Jones were on mm-hmm. there for a long time. I don't know if Melissa McCarthy was ever on. She's definitely hosted. SNL. I've uh, seen yeah. her host before, but um, you know, but that was a similar thing with the old Ghostbusters mm-hmm. with you know Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and they had done SNL stuff. Mm-hmm. So it and it feels like that. It just feels like they got together and made a fun movie, mm-hmm. and I was in it. Yes, you were. It's so funny, dude. A lot of the scene that I was, um, I was there for the filming of, mm-hmm. they use like almost nothing, which is crazy. And, dude, I was there for three days. Mm-hmm. Three days wasted. I mean, they used a little bit I mean, of the footage. Yeah, but. I mean, they paid me, and I actually, it is. I just want to say it is ridiculous that you can see me in the movie mm-hmm. because we were. At, it was like the equivalent of a sold out concert, mm-hmm. just. Like, well, not sold out. You know, they had us all bunched together to look like there were more people. But there were hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there's one shot that they used of the crowd where you can blatantly see my face. Right in the middle. Is super weird. It's beautiful. Like, it's just so funny. Mm-hmm. It's the one thing that I was like, you know, I just hope there's one shot of yeah, me. And there actually is one. Yeah. It's so funny. You are forever in a movie. <laughs> I know. That That's, is kind of funny. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. If you haven't seen it, get some friends together and watch Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. That'd be my suggestion. And that's just for you podcast listeners because the camera died like 10 minutes ago. Uh, the benefits of audio technology. Whatever. You're going to get a nice 10 minutes of llamas. <laughs> I'm just going to put it right in the middle. Screaming goats, please. Oh. All right. So my vote is we save Zootopia for next week. <laughs> As we hyped it up so much. I know. We mentioned <laughs> it, but we got into that. That Marvel talk that always mm-hmm. takes us too long. It always, but it's always worth it. I agree. Mm-hmm. But we have to get in some games this oh, week. There's so many things we need to talk about. Can we do that? Yes, let's okay. go to games. All right. Video games. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about Nintendo Switch. Yeah, let's. That was announced. Yeah. They had a uh, trailer for it. Uh-huh. What do you think? I always like starting with your opinion. Well... <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I never have, I don't have like an aggressive reaction one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I, um, it's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I will praise them for their ability to always find something interesting to do with their next console. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough to make everybody talk. Because, you know, with, I feel like with PlayStation and Xbox, it's like, oh, the next... Um, the next console is going to be this many more gigs. Mm-hmm. It's going to have this visual, like graphic capability, mm-hmm. and it's going to be, it's going to look like this. Like mm-hmm. it'll look a little different. With Nintendo, it's always like this console is going to be able to turn into this. It's going like, to become a transformer. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> what does the controller look like? Mm-hmm. How does it hook up? Where mm-hmm. can you play it? Like, um, so you're saying like Nintendo consoles are always like an event. As yeah. opposed to when a, another new console gets announced, right. you know, it's just like this hamburger shape, like, and, yeah. just like big brick console. <laughs> <Hamburger shape. laughs> yeah, it's always like, you know, I mean, that's typically like the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. It's it's bigger. Mm-hmm. It's better. It's 4K graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the last uh, Xbox One? Xbox One yeah. S. There's the, the S. Scorpio. That's, oh, right, right, but right. That, we haven't seen anything on that yet. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's just playing the next form of media. It's just mm-hmm. having games look better. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo with this, um, they've continued their trend since 
probably since the Wii, I guess. The GameCube was, again, their consoles are always shaped like, strangely differently than yeah. everyone else's, even like the small discs for GameCube and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, that's they so just, weird. They I always know. do the weird stuff. I know. But ever since the Wii, I feel like, has been this phenomenon of like, oh, the controller is like two separate things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the Wii U with the gamepad. And now what we're seeing with the Switch is you can literally take the console and turn it into a handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's notable, aside from the fact that you can do that, um, is the graphics and the the size of the games mm-hmm. that you look to be able to play on that is kind of crazy. It's, yeah, the first time in since the GameCube that, like, you can play what looks to be third-party games, like Skyrim, mm-hmm. for instance. That's huge because right. that game is, like, you know, you could only play that on Xbox, PC, and PS4. Right. And to see that on a Nintendo console is incredible. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's it's exciting to see a console, a uh, Nintendo console, finally be at the same level as everything right. else. Do you think um, that that's part of the aim here? Because with the Wii and the Wii U, the Wii was marketed strongly as a family system. For sure. And then the Wii U, I feel like it... It still was that, mm-hmm. um, but they. I think they also wanted to appeal to the hardcore gamers, right? By having the screen, they could spend time with their family, but uh, at the same time, play games sure. like anywhere in the house, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the step in the direction that they want to focus strictly on the gamers, yeah. Because this thing looks to be a like a powerhouse because you can play the games anywhere, right? Like they showed the guy go on a plane, right, with, with the thing. So I don't know. How it's gonna work? If it it must be battery powered, like yeah. the the screen maybe itself. it charges on the console, mm-hmm. like when it's on its base or yeah, whatever. they had like a weird base setup, yeah. but yeah, I mean it's it's an extremely if if nothing else, it mm-hmm. is like one of the most functional pieces of technology, like so convenient the mm-hmm. way that it it transitions shape and and you can just carry it around. The controllers even like they're yeah. too. They look pretty cool. They're, I think they're called Joy-Cons or something. Okay. They have a weird name, but they look like almost two, two, I know, two uh, nunchucks. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's cool, but what you can do with them is connect them to just a normal controller and have the pro controller. Yeah, that's right. And they said every game's going to work with the pro controller. Like, you won't have to use the little Which side is smart. controllers. Yeah. A lot of people prefer that. Mm-hmm. Um, Which they've done that with the other consoles. Like, yeah. Wii U's got the pro controller and stuff, but... Um, so it's cool, but at the same time, I feel like it's still a little gimmicky. Like they're still trying to yeah. to make it so kids and adults will like it. And like I said, gimmicky. Like it's just like, hey, this is a cool thing that's different from everything else. Right. Um, but if they could do the power they have on the modern consoles, Xbox One, PS4, if they could do that on that's that system, a huge deal. that's huge. Turning something like what you would play on a PS4 or Xbox One into a handheld, Mm -hmm. that's wild. I mean, even the 3DS is beautiful. Like, the games on it are incredible. Mm. It's I can't believe they can get that high-quality graphics on a handheld, you know? Right. And uh, so I'm not surprised that they are taking this approach, but I'm curious if it's going to kill handhelds, too. Like, if it's going to kill the 3DS, the PS Vita, like... I mean, people love their 3DSs. Oh, I love mine. It's a great system. I mean... I don't know. I, mm-hmm. Do we know a price point on this yet? It's, um, I think, higher. They haven't confirmed, but there's rumors like three fifty. Okay. Um, there's going to be like a three hundred dollar cheaper one, and then like a four hundred dollar one, which come with a pro controller, a game, 
high, uh, more gigabytes and stuff. Totally that's that's it. what the rumors are. So when does it come out? Uh, March. So it's pretty soon. It's so, weird that they skipped the holiday I rush. I was going to say because they, well, they didn't because the NES Classic just came out. That's technically, yeah, that's true. So they, and that thing, mm-hmm. dude, did you hear the night of its release? Uh, yeah, I heard it was just insane. Nope. One, I I heard from multiple people, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't confirm it myself, that one sold on eBay that night for like $1,000. Oh, my God. People were calling all day at where I was working. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys I, get any at uh, uh, yeah, Blue Moose? Yeah. How but many did th- you get? It wasn't a lot, mm-hmm. and they were all special orders. Oh, okay. So we didn't have any like on the floor that people mm-hmm. could just come in and buy. They were gone. And yeah, it beat. crashed Amazon. Crazy. Crashed dude. the site. I don't really get it. I mean, I they're super cool. Yeah. But like all the games... I mean, it's... They're either on the virtual console, you can emulate them. Right. They're like, and they're pretty, some are kind of hard to find, like mm-hmm. the Mario ones, Castlevania's on there. Like, sure. it's cool. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I didn't jump to get it, but I think the $60 price point is totally. huge yeah. for people who are not like us and aren't tech savvy. Like, they don't know emulators, right. don't have the Wii U. So I could see the, a lot of like benefits to it, but. Yeah, I don't see it either. Right. It's just because it, it's an emulation console. Right. Like it's it's just like just a little box. Yeah, that has sixty games in it. Which it's cool that it's like an official Nintendo release and mm-hmm. it's all like the best titles. Mm-hmm. Um and I did see one thing online that I was like, Okay, I hadn't thought about it like that. Like it has no internet capability, mm-hmm. it's no none of the modern like stuff. Right. It's just the classic, simple, plug it in, play your game, mm-hmm. you know, like and I think that appealed to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's a Nintendo release, so obviously yeah, just like, like the amiibos, they're gonna have crazy yeah. sort of shortages and everybody wants it. Yep. So it's it's good for them. I'm glad. I hope they made a lot of money with it. I'm sure they did. Um, I mean, you couldn't yeah. get them anywhere. No. And I so. don't at this point, I don't know if you still can, but I wonder if this was like a like well we'll do this for the holidays because the switch isn't going to be ready or something like mm-hmm. that you know because mm-hmm. it is interesting they always hit you on the holidays mm-hmm. I'll never forget the rush for the Wii oh my you God. know that yeah. was insane I I wanted a Wii and I remember it was horror stories that's all I ever heard yeah. from mom that she was just like she went to every possible oh, place dude, and it was mental mm-hmm. yeah which is it's funny for the Wii like yeah now we look back at it and it goes for forty bucks and each game's like two dollars a pop. Yep. But there's so so many of them out there, everyone's buying them. Yeah, so exactly. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah, I think I'm looking forward to the Switch. Uh, I I definitely want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't touched your Wii U. You're I not know. allowed to play it until you have four hundred hours on the Wii. U. That's fair. I have like one Mario game. Mm-hmm. So um, I should I should switch it up. I play my Xbox all the time. That's it's tough because you. I feel like as a gamer, you need to pick one main console to play yeah. everything on, and then the other two are exclusive only. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. a good way to. If do If you it. have all the consoles, anyways. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah, um, you're almost there. I'm gonna get a PS4. I think I want a Pro. I keep thinking like if the I'm Pro's good. The only I think benefit to the Pro though is having a 4K TV. But it's a it's a bigger console though, isn't it? I mean, it has more capabilities. Like as in, it's got uh, you know one terabyte hard drive. It's got better things. But like really, the only benefit if you don't have a console, it's great to get for the first. Right. But right. for like me, since I have a PS4, oh, upgrading yeah. to it, the only benefit no, would be. Yeah. To have a 4K TV. Totally. If I had one, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the point where I'm like, if I'm going to invest in one, I might just as well just get the one. best yeah. one that's yep. out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyways. But for now, yeah, I got to play my Wii U at mm-hmm. some point. Um, I, I just started The Evil Within the other day. Oh, yes. Um, 
It's really good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, really enjoying it. I'm not that far in. So, do you remember the creator? Is it Shinji Mikami? Is that how you say his name? Uh, I believe so. Resi- okay. Resident Evil. Resident Evil yeah. Four. Uh, I don't know if he did the other ones, but I I forget. But there's like a very it seems like a very obvious nod to Resident Evil early on in the game mm-hmm. when you, uh, you're, is he a cop? Yeah. And you, you walk up behind him and he does the classic over the shoulders. Oh yeah. Look at for you. sure. A hundred percent. I was like, very much. I was watching this. I was like, is this yep, am I I, in the mansion? It ha- It is a hundred percent. It's so great. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I just realized recently how much I love his games. Really? Resident Evil 4 and Evil Within. And if he did work on the other Resident Evils, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, what else What else has he done? He's done, uh, yeah, that's basically it, Resident Evil and Evil Within. Okay. Um, and uh, did he do, I'm trying to think. I don't think he did Deadly Premonition. That's a different guy. That's Sweary. Sweary? Yeah, which is just a different Japanese developer. Um, anyways, but I've played Evil Within four times. I've beaten it. Really? Resident Evil 4, I just beat it the fifth time the other day. <laughs> what console? Um, Xbox One. Uh, the only reason I've played Resident Evil 4 so much is because I beat it on GameCube, Wii. PS4. Oh, I, I didn't beat it on Wii, but oh, you I, didn't? I played it on Wii. It was pretty good on Wii. I heard it was. Um, and then Xbox 360 and Xbox One. So that's four times I beat it. I've played it five times. but um, <laughs> That's crazy. But that game to Masato me... Masato Kimura? No, Shinji Mikami. You're right. Okay, good. He See, was the director. Director, yes. Um, and yeah, I don't know what it is, but his games, just the gameplay is so good that yeah, I can just pick clean. it up and get right into it. Resident Evil 4, like I said, I've beaten it four times and I just, every time I know where to go, the gameplay's always fun. Right. Um, but I don't know what it is. I'm just addicted to his play style. Like, like I said, Evil Within, I've beaten four times, maybe five. I've got his, uh, his resume here. Yeah. See what else? Cause I'll be surprised. What? No way. He didn't work on Sonic Adventure. Okay, I don't know what... <clears throat> we'll find out. <laughs> uh, wow, uh-huh. you love his games. Yeah, I it must... I love his games. I gotta see, because there's a lot I've played a few times. But All right, dude. Uh-huh. I'm not, are you even <laughs> ready for this? I'm ready. I'm gonna keep building it up. <laughs> there's probably like two yeah. games. All right, ready? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, I don't know what a planner is. But in 1993, he was the planner for the Super Nintendo's Aladdin. Oh, my God. Which is awesome. It, even he touched it. Designer for uh-huh. uh, 1994's Goof Troop. Okay. <laughs> director, producer of Resident Evil. Okay. Producer of Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Director, producer of Dino Crisis. Oh, of course. Producer of Resident Evil 3, Nemesis. Mm-hmm. Producer of Code Veronica. Ooh. My favorite Resident Evil I've game. never beaten that. Oh, I know. I've what? I've tried. The tables t- have turned, my friend. I know. I know. I've beaten all of his games a hundred times, except Dude. for that one. That one, I got stuck. It's one of the rare times where I got stuck. We should in do a game. playthrough. Yeah, I um, I where freaking was I? love that game. It's it's a good game, but I took a break for far you too long. You in the long. basement of the mansion? No. Um, there is this clock tower, and you're like in this girl's room. Her her name's Alexis. I oh, think. Oh yeah. Um, but I I had no idea. Like you go to the clock tower, and then you can run back to the mansion and go back and forth. You have to go in the kids' rooms. Like I, have you yeah. done that? With there's a record, and it's weird. I yeah, there are mirrors. I think yes, something with the mirrors. You have to go up in the attic and then through the wall at some. It's weird. Yeah, I'll need help. I I started on 360. I have it on PS2 as well. But um, so you took a break for a long time. Took a break for a long time, and then I went back to it. 
I like I even looked up guides and I couldn't figure Nothing. out what to do. Dude, you got to beat that game. I, I know. love it. Um, all right, let me continue here. <laughs> Executive producer Dino Crisis 2. Mm-hmm. Advisor on Onimusha Warlords. Oh, cool. Advisor on Resident Evil Gaiden. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's Game Boy Color, I think. Okay. It's a weird shooter. Um, I'll jump through a couple more of these. Mm-hmm. Executive producer on Devil May Cry. Oh, I've played through those numerous times. Uh, yep. Uh, One, two, never beaten three. <laughs> yeah, me neither. So he has games that I either really love or don't beat. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, what else? Resident Evil Remake he directed. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Zero Executive Advisor. Yep. Phoenix Wright Games. Executive producer on Beautiful Joe. Oh, yep. Um, wow. des- designer on Resident Evil Outbreak. So he, his history with Resident Evil is pretty, pretty, pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, director of Resident Evil 4, God Hand, Vanquish. Vanquish was cool. Um, Japanese voice of Takahashi in Fallout 4. Of course. Uh, Killer Seven producer and co-writer. Oh, I never played that one. Really, I've always wanted to. So, dude's got something of a resume. Yeah, it's just like one of those, like uh, Hideo Kojima. You know, he's yeah. just one of those names that I could play his games hundreds of yeah. times. And I just figured it out recently. I don't know why it hit me, but I was like, man, this guy yeah. can make games. Yeah. Oh man, so <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Evil Within. Um, and uh, I'm. I just, uh, I'm so excited about it. Because it feels like Resident Evil. That's yes. it. it feels like... It feels a lot like Resident Evil 4. Because I yes. think the first half of the game is very dark and spooky. Mm-hmm. But then, like Resident Evil 4, it gets very action-packed right. near the end. Which is cool. I really like the style. I that. like that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm fresh off the heels of uh, another reason it's exciting to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about it now. Because I don't know how much... Uh, what? It's up to you. No, I was just looking at the time. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> oh. There's a lot I want to say about it, but what else do you have in games? I got to talk about the Evil Within for a Let's little while. So. Well, I talked Switch for... Wait, you didn't talk about... You talked about Evil Within for like 10 seconds. Yeah, and then you wouldn't shut up about... I know, Shinji Mikami. I love the guy. And then I read his resume, so yes. whose fault is that? Um, I'll do a quick one. Gears of War 4. I Ooh. just want to say it's pretty good, almost too much of a good thing. Like Really? Like, it... I don't think they differed enough to make it okay. make it spectacular. Sure. It story-wise it's really cool. I I'm excited that I get to continue the story of Marcus and his crew. Even though you're playing as his kids, obviously mm. they have a big part those characters. Right. Um but it, it you, when when you're playing games sometimes you realize you're like, "Oh, I'm just fighting waves of enemies and going to the next point, waves of enemies next point." That is gears pretty much. It is gears. Um but I don't know. I feel like the second and third one, and even the first one, they kind of like switched it up, I guess. Mm. Like it didn't feel like that. They they did a good job covering it up. Okay, yeah. This game is very blatant. Like like there's wave defense, and you just go from one room to the other shooting guys. And it it's just one of those sad points where you're like, oh, my God, I'm just sitting here running from room to room yeah. doing the same thing. So That's unfortunate. Yeah, it kind of stinks because that's what I felt like through most of the game. Ugh. But to get through the story, it was worth it. It was. It was just like, they need to do something in the next game very drastically different. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, they even changed up a few of the gameplay mechanics. Like, you can grab people over walls and stab them or, uh, you know, grab them, use them with shields and stuff, which you could in the other games, but now you can do it in a different way. Um, and the new weapons are pretty cool, but... Just wasn't enough. Just wasn't enough. So, say Gears 5 comes out mm-hmm. and you pick that up and, like... 
a quarter of the way through, you realize it's the same thing. Will you finish it? I I have to. Yeah. At this point, they've sucked me in. I mean, I've yeah. played through four games, but this one, it was definitely five, hard. right? Did you play Judgment? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Judgment. See, that was kind of cool because it was different. Like it was. I liked Judgment. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. It it felt like an intermediate installment. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like a full game, mm-hmm. which some people didn't like, but I feel like it was exactly what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of episodic little yeah just cool and that was cool because it had the objectives yep it uh like even how you did the levels they were very short levels right um and it was just they changed it up so that's Mm -hmm. why i felt so different this one the levels were really long and it didn't really break up like the fighting like i don't know it was just weird yeah it was just a lot of times i was sitting through i'm like okay to another room gotta kill five six guys to the next room, got to kill five or six oh, guys. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Which I know a lot of games cover it well because the gameplay is so different or you can do a bunch of other things, but this one just that's it. didn't hit well. All right. Um, <laughs> I got to talk about what I was going to talk about uh-huh. then because you just, that's part of what I wanted to talk about this game for. Mm-hmm. I am uh, pretty fresh off the heels of Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. So I started this game, I don't know, a month ago, two months ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, and oh, let me just say from Insomniac, which did Spyro yes, one, two, and three, yes, and uh, Ratchet and Clank, dude. It's like you're reading straight from my notes that I'm ignoring <laughs> while I'm talking. <laughs> just about saying it. because they have been exclusively PlayStation or Sony, okay, for I don't know twenty years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, um, so very exciting to see a game they've made on Xbox, yeah, on so, a Microsoft, console. right, right, and so a couple things with that, like with what you were saying about gears. With this game, at first, you are... I went through, like, waves of emotions with this Mm -hmm. game, right? Because I started it, and uh, first of all, just to describe it a little bit for anyone who doesn't know, um, it's like... The best comparison I've read is, like, it's like a modern-day Jet Grind radio. Mm -hmm. It's like a punk rock, um, just, like, splash of color, insane, wacky weapons. Um, you know, the comedy, it is so funny. It's mm-hmm. To me, it's like Deadpool level. Um, it shatters fourth walls like you wouldn't For believe. Sure. It's mm-hmm. super meta. It's like, and it just calls out all these video game like cliches. Mm-hmm. And it's, its sense of humor is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started it, I was like, all right, this is this is really fun. And then I got to a point where it had me do a couple things, and I was like, mm, I don't know. This might get a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. And then I started learning, like, new things. And as you're going, it's like, oh, you can level up your weapons. You can level up your character. You can level up your style meter and what you get for going through the city with style. And the way that you get through the city is by swinging and grinding and Mm -hmm. wall running and doing all these ridiculous things. Yeah, incredible movement. Yeah, Um, super fluent. And my second, first it was like, this might get repetitive. My second thing was like, this is actually intimidating how many different things you can do because ultimately you figure out you can jump super high, launch into the air, 
um, by jumping on something or by grabbing something and hitting the right button or by smashing on the ground and hitting the right button, and that will launch you in the air. Mm -hmm. You can grind on things above or under them. You can go fast, like you can boost while grinding above or under them. You can jump in the air. You can boost forward. Then you can slam on the ground, oh jump God. up and grind. <laughs> you can like It's just insane. You can mm -hmm. wall run, you can boost, and then you can wall run on a corner, so you can go around the corner, mm -hmm. boost again, jump, boost. Jeez, I could just imagine all Dude. this stuff. Like, I remember playing it. Yeah, and it's like when you're learning it all, it's almost like one of those things where every time a little bubble comes up and is like, hey, you can do this. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, God, another thing. Yeah. But I have to give the game credit that, like, eventually by the end, dude, I was, like, flying through the city, mm -hmm. and it was so much fun. Like, they nailed it all. And as you're learning it, like I said, you're like, I'm never going to remember all this. But it's really, really awesome. And mm -hmm. even the leveling up, like I said, you can do, you can level up weapons, you can level up your style points um, and your character and you're earning things as you go. Mm -hmm. um, and um, eventually my fear of anything being repetitive completely gone because there is a variety of gameplay in this mm -hmm. game that is like kind of untouchable. Yeah, because you can like you can kill a group of guys in numerous ways. Like it's yeah. incredible the amount of variety you have. Mm -hmm. And like you said, that's why it makes you don't have to worry about it being repetitive because yeah, you're not just at like all. You know, oh, I've been shooting these guys with a pistol. Let me switch to a rocket launcher or the slime yep. gun or whatever. Right. It's it's the variety of um of weapons and you're eventually you're uh eventually yeah you is know what just came out of my my mouth yeah you are essentially in um a city that you're kind of quarantined to with a bunch of infected running around and they're just running around. It's it's open world in the sense that like. There are just enemies on the streets. There are gangs you can fight. There are um, these monsters you can fight. Or you can go and progress to the next mission. Or you can find quests that you unlock. And some of them are like, you know, you have your classic uh, protect these areas until the time runs out. Um, or a uh, an escort mission where you have mm -hmm. to keep all the monsters off of like a homeless guy driving a train. Not even making that up. That happens. <laughs> uh, you have to put together a band and have mm -hmm. them play for sick kids. Like, just crazy amounts of things. And, um, you know, a couple key points that were so, so funny to me. Like, as an example, there's one moment where he's having a conversation with a girl. And it's a cutscene. And he's like, so you're just going to leave now? And she was like, yeah, I'm going to do that thing where this cutscene ends and I'm magically already gone. And then the cutscene just ends <laughs> and she's gone. Like, it's just you again, yep. like, ready to play. Um, you know, and he makes comments throughout the whole thing, your character, he or she, and, um... Oh, yeah, that's true, the customization, too, like, just right. saying he or she right there, like, it's so incredible how involved you can get with the customization. Right. yep. Um, there's, there's a ton of, like, intricacies to it, and I will say, it was the first game in a long time, I beat the core story, mm -hmm. um, the main storyline, and I've been going back and forth to it when I want to play something because there's quests I haven't uh, finished yet, mm -hmm. and there are a bunch of other achievements you can get. You can get maps. There are so many maps and weapons and stuff that I haven't bought yet because mm -hmm. I just bought whatever I bought and leveled those up. Um, you can do things like smash all the cameras in the city, find all the... Um, collectibles everywhere. Yeah, oh tons my God. of collectibles. Uh, and yeah, just overall, it's a really awesome game. Mm -hmm. And we were also, you were telling me Insomniac's doing the next Spider-Man game. Yes. Based strictly on the movement in this game, 
Uh, I am so excited about that. I can't that. even imagine how good that's going to be. I, honestly, like, and if their sense of humor plays over mm-hmm. into it and just, like, witty banter and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, because it's not going to be, like, based off a movie or anything. It's going to be its, it's just own a Spider-Man thing. game. Yeah, I think they're basing the suit off the movie. Is it Homecoming? Is it called that? Or is it just Spider-Man? I think it's just Spider-Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, from what I've heard, it's not based off the movie or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be its own entity, which yep. is great, you know? So they can do their own story, own villains, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, if the movement is even a fraction of what it was in Sunset Overdrive, oh my Dude, God. It's so, so good. All they have to get down is the web swinging. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I just, I think they can do it. I'm very confident. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. And, and PS4 this... only though. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I'll have to get one by then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping we see a sequel to Sunset Overdrive at some mm-hmm. point. It was, it was that good. Yep. And, um. I just, I was utterly impressed with it. And it's also a game that's quick to, really easy to pick up, Mm -hmm. play for a little while, Mm -hmm. and turn off and come back to it, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. Um, It's good to have a game like that. So, uh, yeah, man, Sunset Overdrive. Spectacular. A million thumbs up in the sky. I can't do that a million times. No, it's too Mm -hmm. much. Um, I think that is all I have in games. I have more in games, but I'll save it for next week. Yeah. Next week, PSVR. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been dying to talk about it, but we're going late. We are. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, maybe we need to say some things and then wrap it up. I think so. So. I'm sad our podcast are ending early. I mean, it's not really early. <laughs> we're still about an hour and a half. That's true. I know. Uh, you can blame this on me malfunctioning today. No worries. No, it's, it's our time is short in this world, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a couple things this week, mm-hmm. listeners and watchers, this will be the final video, uh, vodcast that we post to our current keep up YouTube channel. Yes. Um, you will see the name of this channel. If you're watching the one that's just called the keep up, you'll see it change over to the keep up archives, which it might already be changed by the time this video comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably will be. Or the podcast. Um, yes. The audio. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Anyways, all yes. of it. <laughs> um, and we will be launching a new channel, mm-hmm. which this will also be the first video on the channel, mm-hmm. the Keep Up Video Entertainment, or the Keep Up Ve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he broke. Yes. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, obviously that's not going to change anything. It'll still be the Keep Up podcast. Yep. Um, so you guys are lucky. Hmm. Um. But definitely come check out the new channel. We hope to do a variety of projects on it. You know, short films, uh, interviews, and game shows. And just a bunch of, like, live action stuff we Mm want to do. Yep. So, um, you know, come check it out. And the vodcast every week. Yes, vodcast will be posted every week. And everything on archives is going to stay over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll post links and everything and, and make sure you can find the new channel. So mm-hmm. come over and subscribe to that. Yes. We are also working on some other channels mm-hmm. um, that will be more for specific categories of things, you know, like gaming and other things. Yeah. Um, so those of you who, you know, want to watch us play games and stuff, our new channel newer channels will be coming out soon. We're working on it. The gaming channel is going to be the next one. Yes. Hopefully sooner yes. than later. We're, we're pretty much there. We just got to fine tune some last things. But mm-hmm. so we'll start slowly coming back with all of our videos, yep. you know, start with podcasts and we'll start squeezing gaming and everything else. Food challenges. Oh, so stoked. Unboxings, all that good stuff. Yes. Get back to our roots. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, keep your eyes open for that. 
Yep. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. Um, thank you to those who are subscribed. Mm-hmm. And and please, if you're subscribed to the channel, just come on over to the other one. Yep. There's I'll have a link in the description. Yes. Uh, podcast, I'm assuming, will be the same deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you guys can just jump right to the new one. And we'll post it, you know, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter. We'll post it everywhere so you guys can just jump right over. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's about it. That is about it. Um, we'll see you guys next week. No. No? No. Why? Because, Brett, we never see anyone. You'll see us next week. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for watching. All right, see you later. Let the fate fairy take your wings and fly away. Make a wish. Take the day. Break away, my friend. Let the drinks of tomorrow float on by. Glug, glug, my friend. I sound like uh, Kanye Wheezy. Is that his name? Is that whose name? That's not anybody's name. You know, there's uh, Kanye Wheezy. Rachel. The rap star. Rachel. 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 (laughs) Rachel. Brett's broken. Rachel. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Recording what? Yeah, we're just talking. All right, should we start? Yep. Rachel. I'm nervous. We're starting. (laughs) (laughs) Recording at a live studio audience. (laughs) Audience. Now it's going to be you who's like, (laughs) I know. I'm I'm not going to be able to talk. I mean, I can't, anyways. This is, uh, no, I don't care. You do whatever you want. So this is good practice because one day I want to do live podcast. And I'm going to be a disaster. Was that me? Are you texting me, Rachel? That was your computer. Oh, that was Luke. Freaking Luke. Can't trust him. Because his name sounds like Duke. Cause You're right. You can't trust a Duke. Yeah, the Duke of Wesselton. Yeah. Right. Oh, Zootopia when it's... Uh, oh, yeah. That is the best <laughs> moment ever. I love all the bootleg uh, DVDs. They were all uh, the yeah. other Disney movies. Those <laughs> are, that was so good. Great. Oh, I freaking love that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Oh, my gosh. I almost clapped. My wrist would have... Exploded. You can't clap anymore? I probably can. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Rachel, shut up. I'm trying to record over here. <laughs> Ladies and gentle bugs, welcome to <laughs> <laughs> freaking gentle bugs out uh, there. That's stupid. I like it. You like it? Yeah. Ladies. Ladies. It's way weirder if you just say ladies. <laughs> Hey, ladies, welcome to the Tim podcast. What if I only, should I turn that off? Because I'm just going to keep. Yeah, you're going to, we're going to be the Bing Bing podcast. Um, Every time we talk, it's going to be. Bing Bing? Yeah, it's going to be like. Bing Bing. Bing. We should just leave it out. We have all kinds of variables. I just, you know, you want to destroy this land we live in? (laughs) Great. All right. You got an old man laugh right now. I know. (laughs) (laughs)
You just like exhaled life. <laughs> yeah. Testing. You ready? Yeah. We, we're three minutes in. What episode is it?